Hello, and welcome back to the We Don't Wanna Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We are your hosts. I am Zach. Joining me as always, my always co-host, Scotty Westside. And on today's episode, we have a very special guest joining us again. Our good friend Marin Tra- I mean Chaz. Popular demand Back by popular demand. I don't know how I possibly could have forgotten about the Marin Trent thing, but here we are. Yeah, I don't know how you could have forgotten about that. It's still so good, dude. Uh, we missed you, Chaz, buddy. We Thanks for coming Trent, to see us buddy. again. Thanks for having Traz. me. Back, boys. As always, it's kind of a pleasure. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's kind of very perfectly sums up our our friendship. If we're, mm-hmm. if we're being honest, you know, Sharon Maz. Uh, I might get to see Scott here pretty soon. Looking forward to, to maybe that true. happening. We're hanging out. That's not maybe happening, bitch. That's happening. You better you better figure it out. It's maybe out. on his side because yeah. he, Chaz doesn't know how to plan anything. Because Chaz is Chaz. That's that's definitely a thing. Um, that's very true. How? Uh, wait, hold on. Chaz, how the fuck are you doing, my guy? Uh, I am doing very well. Um, last time I recorded a Game of Thrones episode because we did do... Uh, the House of the Dragon episode. We didn't really talk about it much, but uh, the last time I was on the show, I was talking about how well I was doing in my job at the time. Oh, uh-huh. and then, yeah. yeah. And then literally like a week and a half or two weeks later, they closed my branch. Yeah, so... Uh, by, Jazz the got the, canned, dude. by the time yeah. the episode like actually aired, like came out, you had already lost... Like your job, right? As I recall, that's so right. So the yeah, first time, I, so and funny. I, I forgot, and I completely spaced that we had even like talked about that. Yeah. And then I'm listening to the episode, and of course, it talks. Oh, I'm really finding my rhythm at work. What a legend! So, uh, so I, I, I've, I've the started. The famous Chaz Jinx, by the way. Just yeah, truly no, yeah. Showing. Let's not talk about how well your new job is going, because yeah, well, let's let's not. Well, that's the beautiful thing, boys, and I've shared this with you uh, off camera, but it, it was certainly off to a rocky start, no, not because the company sucks or anything like that. It's actually a great company to work for. Shout out to Purple Mattress. Uh, oh but we, They're not going to like this branding. We're about to talk about dicks all the time. Yeah. That's what we do here. Uh, anyway, uh, we, we had quite a few hiccups uh, and quite a few bumps along the road uh, on the road to opening my store. Uh, here in Albuquerque, we the funniest of which I shared a photo with you guys of uh, of a midnight shopper that broke into our store like at twelve thirty a.m. walks in with his pants around his ankles as as you already know. But um, beyond that, that I am doing very well. Sounds like Albuquerque, asking. man. Sounds like yeah, like yeah. on brand Albuquerque. <laughs> Fucking Albuquerque. <laughs> listeners, if we have any listeners in Albuquerque, so sorry, but also you you know what we're talking about. You know about. what you, yeah, <laughs> you, you fucking know, know. You know what you signed up Holy for with Albuquerque. Shit. Oh man. Well we're glad to have you back, dude. Uh it's always yeah. it's always kind of a pleasure, as you said earlier. 
Um, Scotty, everything going all right on your end? Everything's great. All is well. Uh, Chaz, doesn't Scott Loving life and living great. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> I swear he's lost some weight. It, it's tough to tell. That's, that's I, I don't think, like, if somebody didn't Zach tell me. Zach would never be able to tell. <laughs> My my, you know, one of my best friends would notice if that were the case, dude. You know, but it's have we talked about this? <laughs> we we mentioned like on... it in passing, but we have not actually, dude. Like, okay, ever so Scott, it. Scott, are you okay if we talk about this? That's fine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why so not? We don't have dude. enough to talk about this fucking episode. We yeah, gotta no, open this no, now. No, no, no. Uh, so this, Scott, this is a story over the past, yeah, over man. the past, like. How long, Scott, have you been fasting? Like four months, three months? Uh, it's the very end of June, so just over three months. Now. So whenever the fuck that was, um, it's currently October now. So that do the math. Uh, Scott's been fasting, <laughs> and and he you've lost like what have you lost? Fifty pounds? Uh, like forty-seven pounds now. Okay, forty-seven pounds, and he sends me a picture the other day of him wearing one of our tank tops. Uh, merch plug, by the way. Uh, <laughs> True. L- link in the description. Below. <laughs> yeah, 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 those, those, uh, that tank goes hard. <laughs> it does go hard. Um, and I was like, "Yo, Scott, you look really thin in this picture." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I do. I've lost like forty something pounds." Uh, uh, yeah. And I'm like, "Hold on, what? Wait, shut when? the fuck what? up, dude." So yeah. Uh, Scott, basically, he bought a tapeworm from some guy in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he... I got, I got a tapeworm guy. Yeah. <laughs> you got a tapeworm. I, got, yeah, who, I mean, who doesn't have a tapeworm guy? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah Zach, uh, you know, one of my absolute best friends uh, sees me over video call. Uh, we record... Twice in, a week, uh, at least. Yeah, twice a week. We record several hours of podcasts every week. Uh, chat in between, text, you know, play video games. Touch uh, tips. Spend you know, the, touch the whole, the many works. tips. The whole nine yards uh just yeah, the whole took four him. inches. The whole <laughs> true. I just re- did not notice uh that I had lost, you know, uh, a substantial. But guys, amount of weight, everybody, but, listeners, look at how great this motherfucker hey, looks. Hey, I appreciate Tell him. That, tell him in the comments uh, below. Hey, hey, let's not talk about uh, let, let's not throw stones here, Scott. Because And let's for talk after... about how good he looks in comparison to Chaz. <laughs> Marin Trant <laughs> to Marin Chaz <laughs> seems slightly uncalled for. Yeah, uh, what were you saying, but, Chaz? Uh, let's not uh, throw stones here, Scott, because after mercilessly letting, like, not letting anybody off of the hook for forgetting your birthday, <laughs> um, you know where I'm going with this. I mean, all day, <laughs> I'm just waiting for a text from my two best friends about a are happy- hard, okay. <laughs> Dude, oh, birthdays are hard. I'm going to use Scott's line against him here. It's not like there's a thing called a calendar that helps you remember these I... things. So calendars we're... are overrated. I, calendars are overrated. I was very busy at your birthday, pal. That's what it was. I, yeah. It, it was, mm-hmm. it was all was busy part of my... Or maybe, you know, did you ever think that since you forgot my birthday first, I was getting back at you for forgetting my birthday? Yeah, you except for when that. I called you on it. You're like, oh, yeah, I had no idea today oh, was your birthday. So. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> anyway. Moving uh, on. 
the fuck your all's birthdays. We're all bad friends. Is the <laughs> is the point. Yeah. actually though? Truly. In the first opportunity I got, I noticed Scott's weight loss. I don't record a podcast with him once that a week out. or twice yeah, a week. Chaz so did see, I did look, notice. This is this is how it works. I see him so frequently; it's a gradual change. No, no, no. that doesn't work. No, we're not. It does work. You agreed <laughs> with this, the Scott. People, the, the people night. at work that I see every day absolutely noticed. So uh, yeah, I told you the story of that old lady who I'm pretty sure I've never met before in my yes. life was I do like, remember that story. who are you? Like you, I barely even recognize you. I was like, who are you? I don't know who you are. I don't know who thanks, you are. Actually, I'm pretty sure this is your first day working here. I've never seen you before in my life, but thanks. I guess. Oh my God. Uh, but we're not talking about that. Jesus. We have enough to talk about this episode because this True. is a big one. This is the season four finale or episode, this would be 40? 40? Yeah, episode 40, The Children. The Children. The Children. And boy, what an episode it is. Uh, Before we get into it, we are going to jump into the recap here to start us off right. And to truly start us off right, we're going to have our guest boy, Chazzy boy, start us off. Hit us with that recap, buddy, that hopefully is working for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you see me squinting down, everybody already knows, thanks to Scott and Zach, that Chaz is blind slash colorblind, so I, I might struggle here and there. But uh, We specifically color code these recaps um, to Sometimes. make it harder for Chaz. <laughs> <laughs> to make it harder. True. All right, bud, start us off. Here. <clears throat> All right, here we go. So we begin where we last left off with Jon Snow going beyond the wall. To try and kill Mance Raider. John tells Mance he's there to negotiate and when they sit down and drink to their fallen comrades. Uh, Mance knows that the Night's Watch is low on men and supplies and says to open the gate or he will kill everyone at Castle Black. Mance notices John going for a knife when a horn blows and Stannis's army attacks the wildling camp. The mounted knights make short work of the wildling defenders and man surrenders, saying his people have bled enough. Stannis and Davos accept Mance's surrender, but he refuses to kneel. John tells them that he knows Stannis is the king because his father, Ned Stark, died for him. John counsels mercy for Mance and advises that Stannis burn all of the bodies. In King's Landing, the mountain is dying from poisoned wounds that Oberyn gave him. Uh, Pycelle says he's as good as dead, but Kyburn is confident that he can save him, so Cersei tells him to do it. Cersei tells Tywin that she will not marry Loras Tyrell, and he's like, oh yeah, you damn well will. Uh, she says that she will destroy their house before she lets him and Marjorie hurt Tommen by fighting over him. Cersei says that she'll tell everyone the truth about her and Jaime. Uh, Tywin refuses to believe it at first, but she then convinces him. Uh, Cersei then goes to tell Jamie, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Cersei then goes to Jamie and tells him what she's done and that she's beyond caring what others think of them. She chooses Jamie and rejects Tywin and Tyrion as family. Hey, uh, in the East, uh, Daenerys is the title champ. Uh, an old man comes to her and tells her how much better his life was as a slave and that now that he's free, he has nothing. He asks that he be allowed to sell himself back to his master. She refuses, but allows for a yearly contract. Sir Barristan advises that this will not go well. Another man approaches and brings her the burnt bones of his three-year-old daughter. 
The man weeps as he tells how Drogon killed her. Daenerys takes her other two dragons into the catacombs and chains them up and locks them in. Back at Castle Black, the Night's Watch burns the bodies of their brothers who died defending the wall. Jon asks their prisoner Tormund if the Free Folk say words or have funeral rites for their dead. Tormund says it doesn't matter, but tells Jon that Egret loved him and that she belongs in the true north. Jon takes her body alone north of the wall and makes a funeral pyre to burn it. Way, way north of the wall, uh, Bran and company have arrived at the weirwood tree that Bran saw in his vision of the Three-Eyed Raven. As they approach the cave below the tree, whites burst out of the ground and attack them. Jojen is killed in the fighting, and just as Bran is about to be killed as well, one of the children of the forest saves them by throwing some hot fireballs. The rest of them fire. <laughs> fire. Nice. Uh, the rest of them make it into the cave where the whites cannot follow. The forest child that saved them takes them to see the three-eyed raven, who is an ancient-looking old dude encased in the tree roots. Bran asks if he can make him walk again. The three-eyed raven <clears throat> says he will never walk again, but he will fly. Somewhere in the Vale, Brienne and Pod come upon Arya and the Hound. Arya and Brienne briefly bond over swords and learning how to fight when Pod recognizes the Hound. Brienne realizes who Arya is and tells her she swore a vow to Cat to find and protect her. The Hound calls Brienne out on her Lannister sword and gold, which she cannot deny. The Hound and Arya both say that she's not going with Brienne, and the fight commences. Brienne and the Hound go back and forth and both get beat to absolute shit. Uh, the fight ends, though, when Brienne knocks the Hound off a cliff, breaking his leg. Arya hides from Brienne and Pod, and they run off to find her. Arya goes to the Hound, and he begs for her to kill him. She stone-cold refuses and takes his money and leaves. Savage. Yeah. <clears throat> Slightly. In the dungeons at King's Landing, Jamie comes to free Tyrion. He tells him that Varys and a ship are waiting for him, and they say their goodbyes. However, instead of getting out immediately, Tyrion sneaks into the Tower of the Hand to confront his father. When he gets to Tywin's room, he finds Shay in his father's bed. Shay grabs a knife and attacks Tyrion, but he strangles her to death with her gold necklace. Tyrion grabs a crossbow from the wall and goes to the bathroom, where he finds his father squatting on the john. Tywin tries to talk and manipulate his way out of the situation and says killing Shay doesn't matter because she was a whore. Tyrion warns him against saying that word again, but Tyrion, excuse me, but Tywin does and Tyrion shoots him twice, killing him. Tyrion leaves and meets Varys and gets in a crate on the ship bound across the narrow sea. Elsewhere, Arya reaches a port town and asks a ship captain to take her north to the wall. The captain tells her he's going home to Bravos. She gives him the iron coin from Jackin and says Valar Morgulis. He responds Valar de Hyris and gives her a cabin on the ship bound for Bravos. And that is the end of a banger of an episode. True. Truly. Uh, Truly I have a I have a um, hot take that I want to start Ooh. this discussion off with. <laughs> okay, I have a hot take as well, but let's hear your first. We okay. love some steamy hot takes. Oh, I don't know do that you guys ever. are going to love this one. All right. Um, 
every single time we talk about our favorite episodes of Game of Thrones, which is very often, by the way, for those of you listening, this is a conversation that for some reason... More often than it should. Every few months or so, one of us is doing a rewatch of the series and is like, dude, this episode's so good, or that episode's so good. What do you you think this is the best? Can this one be the best? You know, this comes up often. In case you didn't know, we're giant nerds. Uh, I have always said that this is my favorite, if not a top two episode of all time of Game yes. of Thrones. Same. Mm-hmm. Upon this rewatch, though, especially how heavy we dived into last episode, I, I don't know that I feel that strongly about it. I, I will never deny the fact that this episode is unbelievably great. but. I became tremendously aware of how slow it starts and how little character moments we get in this. And I just kind of was like feeling like I wanted it to get to the end stuff already. That's actually really interesting that you say that, Zach, because again, it, huge the children stand love the episode, but I actually felt the same way today. That's so weird. What about you, Scott? Um, I don't think Scott likes is, it. Is, <laughs> are we just in, like, bad moods or something? Because I felt the exact <laughs> what? same way. I we was, didn't plan this, I promise. Uh, no, I'm honestly shocked. I thought if anyone, Chaz, was going to be the one that was like, no, you guys are crazy. Yeah. I was watching it, and I was just like... You know, I always remember this episode because of how many huge events and, like, big, like, earth-shattering, like, world-changing things happen. Right. But, and yes, that's still true. That, 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 that's accurate. Um, I just didn't find myself enjoying the individual scenes as much. And maybe it's because we're so... You know, doing the podcast here, we're hyper analyzing and, you know, and, and, and taking a much more critical eye than we ever would just on a normal watch through. But yeah, I felt the exact same way. I was like, yeah, I mean, uh, Watchers on the Wall, which we talked about last week, go watch that episode, uh, kind of puts this episode to shame. Yes. Uh, yeah, man. It's, I'm 100% with you guys. I wow. was a little disappointed on this on this rewatch. And I've seen this episode like four, five, six times yeah, already. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've each watched the series, I mean, many times. Yes. Uh, Scott, you probably the most, then, then I think me, and then Chaz. Uh, but still, like, at least four times each. Um, the, the other thing I'll say... And I think this plays into it is um, I I have recently come to realize and appreciate that this is kind of uh, this episode in ways that it deviates. And I again, I try not to be this guy ways in it, it deviates. You're being that guy. I know ways it deviates in the book from the book specifically in this episode i feel like drastically impacts multiple characters and their storylines going forward um and i think it's it's much for the worse hmm. and and we can talk about that a little bit later as well yeah um 
I think I think that I I think the your verbiage of saying enjoying the individual scenes as mm-hmm. much is literally <laughs> my thought yeah. watching this episode. I was like, hmm. Scene was okay, but like I didn't love yeah, it. Hmm. Yeah. Scene was okay, but like there, I didn't love it. Yeah. Hmm. Scene was okay, but I didn't love it. And then I got to like and then I look at the at the like I paused it and I was like, dude, we're 30 minutes into this thing. See what the fuck? <laughs> what's weird what you said about like starting it slow. I think I enjoyed the first part of this episode maybe the most. Oh, like see, I, I still I feel the reverse of that. Really? Yeah, I'm I'm with Zach on this one. Like and I found myself often like, all right, let's just get to where Tyrion does the thing, you know? Um and then I can't of course <laughs> blame you for that. Was that your hot take, Scott? Was was going to be the same thing? Yeah, I thought it was going to be a hot take. Turns out it's a scalding, <laughs> lukewarm take over here. Scalding, uh, uh, scalding lukewarm. That's definitely a thing. No, I still really enjoy this scene between Mance and John. Uh, oh, yes. Start oh, so, there. Good. Uh, so good. The whole to Gren and Mag, to Mag and Gren yes, thing is just, is just phenomenal. You know, we mentioned it last week about how how much we love Gren and we love the end uh, that he gets. Uh, and this is kind of a, a very good send off, I feel like, for him. And I, I, I appreciate it so much. Of all it the was... ways I'd, I'd kill you, poison would not be it or whatever yeah. he tells John. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking baller, dude. To Gren go back to the fun. Gren and Mag thing, like I just loved the, the chuckle that I got. Um, when when he goes into Mag's lineage, he was the uh-huh. king of his people. Yeah, blah blah blah. A, a long story. John's like, Gren was from a farm. Yeah, Gren <laughs> came up from a farm, and that's just that's all he was. He was just a farm and, and kid that did his I duty. I love man. that Mance just is like to okay. Mag and Gren. Yep, it's so yep. good. Yeah, dude. It's very, the, the very absolute. Good. I think just like the absolute respect and like for being this this figure who deserted the night's watch and you could say you know doesn't have honor mm-hmm. as this series would you know kind of have you believe like this guy just has a respect for yeah for realness you know yes. what i mean like just being human yeah and and i i absolutely love it so 100 uh, <clears throat> uh i also have a quick note here it's so easy to forget when you're looking at the big scheme of like this show that Stannis goes to the north. Like, I always forget this shit. Yeah. And then you see the riders coming in, and you're like, fuck, that's right, dude. That's yeah. right. Stannis hooks these guys up, man. I feel like, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm probably conflating my memories of, like, the books and the show, but I feel like upon first, my first, like, read-through and watch-through of this, like, the Stannis coming up to the wall was, like, a big shock and surprise. Uh-huh. But like the as we've we've analyzed these episodes and done this leading up to it, like they they talk about it and like foreshadow it a lot. Like it shouldn't mm-hmm. really be a surprise. Do you guys no, remember yeah. whether or not you were surprised by this happening here or not? Like on your first watch? Uh on my first watch I definitely like I more so was surprised that like he showed up and like rode through the wildlings. Mm. Um, because there was like, I, I think my first watch that I just, I obviously didn't understand the lore as much. And so I was very much like, like, oh, who's this secret army that's helping the, you know, like helping the, you know, like I thought it was some scheme or some shit. Right. Mm. Right. Um, but, but no, like even on rewatch, like 
I could still see where like the the shock value would be there because the way that Melisandre tells Stannis why they need to go north is because of the White Walkers, not because right. of the Wildling army. So I mean, there is still like a like a oh, okay, and cool. refresh. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was the season three finale where yes. she looks into the fires and like Davos kind of saves himself by giving them the thing, the the paper. Yeah. So it's it, it, I feel like it is something that's easy to forget. We get some brief stuff between, you know, with Stannis's camp in between now and then. But that was a while ago, you know. Yes. Uh, what about you, Chaz? Did you remember or did this surprise you when you first watched it's, it? Going back to my first watch, it kind of mirrored um, Zach's sentiment. Like, oh, who's this? And then like once they say who it is, right. I, I yeah. wasn't super shocked and I wasn't super taken aback. But the one thing that was a little bit shocking was uh, my man with a thousand L's finally got a dub. True. Um, and Stannis that, that gets that w- a win. Yeah. Uh, so so that was the part you're like all right cool like I, I up to that point was thinking all right this is where we turn it around for Stannis and I, I was really excited um, to see what would happen in the future for Stannis and of course that's yeah I, I never for a later episode I, I never I never loved Stannis so like I, I, th- I feel like my feelings were like like oh well, I'm glad he saved John. Like, right. you know, like that's what's really it. <laughs> I was so horny for Ned that, like, what Ned wanted sort of inherently became what sure. I wanted. I can see and, that totally. And I, I think that's why I was really pulling for Stannis. I feel like you're probably uh, not alone what, in that. That's it's what the... hashtag Ned would want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what would Ned want? Like, like, like Jon Snow says when he like introduces himself, he's like, "Yeah, I know he's the king. My father died for him." Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it was. This nice interaction to see is, for that is, is quite good too. Yes. Uh, as I was say. You know, he when he tells him who his father was, and he's like, "What would your father do with this?" Right. Man? Yep. Uh, dude. Also, hold on, this because this is like one step ahead of this. Uh. When Stannis is like, it's customary to kneel before a king, when you surrender mm-hmm. to a king, and Mance is like, we, we do not kneel. And Mance, or excuse me, Stannis kind of looks around and he's like, like, look, man, like, we don't, we don't have enough food for everybody. Like, right. uh, like, basically, like, your people are fucked if you disrespect me. Uh, like, we don't want to have to, like, beat, like, beaten dogs or whatever, right. like, whatever his terminology mm-hmm. is. And Mance is like, all the same. All the same. We, we do not kneel. We do not kneel. I was like, damn, dude, I love I love me some Mance Raider, man. That's a that's a good moment. Yeah. <laughs> I also I also greatly appreciate, like you said, what, what John said, where he's like, uh, I was this man's prisoner once. He treated yeah. me with respect and, and honor. I feel yes. like you should do him the same. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, all the interactions between like uh Mance and John, uh I I really do like in this episode. Um as we're talking about it, like Scott's kind of winning me on the the beginning of the episode. Might just <laughs> well, be better so than it's the just it, right. It, I feel it's like it's just, just so this. Good. It's just yeah, this, yeah, though. No, I agree. I agree. Because I feel like after this, like the Cersei Tywin scene, I think is quite good, but it's still not like phenomenal. I uh, I do have a hot take coming up. This one might be more of a hot take, but we'll see. Uh, briefly, do we need to talk about yeah the mountain and the Kyburn thing, like? Sure. Just you know, uh, dudes. I fucking hate up. the mountain, dude. I hate this whole. I 
I understand like the what is it Robert Strong or in the books yeah, 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 yeah. and the mountain 8.0 fucking fully reloaded. 8.0? I don't know. Uh, live and G- reloaded. The mountain. Live and reloaded. Yeah, yeah. GT. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think we can, GT. I think we can agree. Uh, mountain <laughs> second form is the worst one, but do we like the, the third mountain actor or the first mountain actor? better? I, I feel like there's been, there's been more than just three, right? I think, I think it was only three. I don't even remember. I don't um, I'm I, what I'm kind of with Zach is like J- Sandor is the interesting Clegane brother to me. And I just don't really give a shit about there's nothing interesting uh, about him. He's yeah. a fucking idiot. Like, he's honestly, just, I think I like, like the brute. first actor the best. I don't know. Um, I, I I like Thor. He'd be chopping Bjorn off uh, or whatever his name is. Yeah. When he, when he chopped off, off that dude's. Heads. Yeah. That horse's head. That was, that was pretty intimidating. Yeah. But regardless, it's just like Pycelle's a fucking idiot and Kyburn's a weirdo, and that's about the extent of that scene. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um I do think I do think this scene between Cersei and Tywin uh was one of the better acted scenes in the episode. Uh yep. And and I, this I, I didn't take a ton of notes in this episode because I was writing the recap. Um and I, I was relying on you two. But one line I did put down here is when Cersei tells Tywin, how can anyone so consumed with the idea of his family have any conception what his actual family was doing? Yeah. One real look at your children and you would have known. And I was like, holy shit, there is not many people that can drop a line like that on our dude Tywin. Um. And you his know, response I, was a little like, what you going to do with it, dude? And he really doesn't do much with right, it. Like, what can you say to that? He kind of has no response here, which that basically never happens to Tywin. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to bring up something about Tywin here, but I want to circle around to it at the end. Okay. Uh, any Anything you two wanted to say about this Cersei Tywin thing? Uh, I I just really like the... I will burn this house to the ground. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, I'm going to put myself in the mind of, of season four watching for the first or even maybe second time. Cause we, I had watched this season this been several like 20, times before 2015 the, like the season, Zachy boy, the series had finished. Ish. Yeah. It sounds about right. Um, when she's saying that type of shit, which she does say that kind of shit often, uh, there were just so many fun like speculations and theories about Cersei, like kind of inheriting the role of like the Mad King or like the mm-hmm. Mad Queen, um, and I like this was one of the first times where I was like into it, and I was like, yeah, you fucking. You bad bitch, dude. Like you are you're a fucking crazy psycho lady and I love it. Holy yeah. shit. Um so yeah, I I'm a fan of it. Uh the, the scene was was good. But when I think of the scenes between her and Tywin or Tywin and any and other people, this is not one that I'm like I'm Correct. about it. Yes. Yeah. 100% agree. Uh Chaz, So you- Oh yeah, I'm sorry, Chaz. Go ahead. 
Did you have anything to say about that one? Or were you good? What is going uh, on here? No, no. All of all of my sentiments are, are okay. mirrored with what you guys. Uh, nothing the, more to contribute. The hot take I have is the Cersei Jamie scene. Uh this 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 watch through this scene didn't didn't work for me. There there was something this this never happens. Like you guys know I am probably like Cersei champion, like Lena Headey fan. A plus number one over here. Some about her delivery in this scene did not work for me. I didn't buy it. Um, you know what it is? What? You know what it is? It's the super dramatic push of the book across the entire fucking no, table. No, no, no. That I liked. I <laughs> no, liked no, that. it's so fucking funny. I liked the so book, cringe. like, get the fuck out of here. No, no, it's, no. It was like when she was, like, just, like, all up on him and, like, like, like whisper screaming in his ear like i don't care about tywin lannister and all this it's just i don't know maybe i'm really nitpicking but like there was something about this scene that i was just like eh, i don't i don't buy this performance i can i can kind of others. i can kind of see and kind of agree with like not not really favoring like the more i don't know that i want to say seductive but like whatever this like energy is that's coming yeah, from yeah, yeah, Cersei. Yeah. Uh it just like it almost seems like I don't know, because like you know, she to me what 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 stands out as kind of weird is that during the Tywin part, she's telling him, I choose I choose like to stay because of Tommen. Mm-hmm. you know and when she gets to jamie she tells him i want to stay with you i chose you right so there's part of it that seems a little manipulative a little bit of like is, playing yeah. like to make sure that jamie's on her side you know jamie's not going anywhere yeah. I, I i don't doubt that she does love him you know what i mean uh but it just seems like the way that it was played didn't come off as super genuine that may be what it was yeah could be I mean, for being the queen of manipulation, I was just about to call out to this. For for being the absolute queen of manipulation, this effort felt like a little lackluster. Um, but I, I think she did it definitely to recruit Jamie to her cause, uh, so she could stay with Tommen. Um, yeah, I mean, she she always be like it's it's really difficult to gauge like how sincere Cersei is in any mm-hmm. given situation. Like, well, ho- hold on, I I just <clears throat> I figured it out. She just, she just went through a breakup or found found out that her side piece was cheating on her. So she goes back to number one, and is like, "All right, I'm all yours. I'm here to fuck." That's what Wait. happened. It just seemed weird. Wait, her side piece? No, I know that that's it's a metaphor, Scott. Uh, obviously, Tywin is not her side piece, <laughs> but like she just she had this like like lash out, like this argument yes, and this okay, like sure. like she's like upset and and like as a way of like. Like sticking it to the man and like getting back and like okay, whatever. Sure. She's like, I'm running to Jamie. So it just seems like this forced kind of like, uh, like uh, rebound in in a sense. Obviously, yeah. You guys understand that that's not what I actually think. No, like, no, 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 yeah. You had me confused for a minute. I get, <laughs> I get the idea. I get the vibe you're 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 going for now. I, yeah, I like I, I'm I'm gonna fuck you to show him what's up. Is is what's happening? Sure. Um. So yeah. I I really like the Cersei Tywin scene, the Cersei Jamie one uh, a little less so, but uh, so yeah, let's let's talk about the East. Uh, 
Oh, you mean our favorite part our of the episode? Our favorite part of every episode. Good old good old Danny girl. Um this this part is 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 okay because I I appreciate any time the show is like, "Hey, Daenerys, uh the world is not black and white like you think it is sometimes that there right. is." Yeah. Uh, a whole heap of gray and things are not as simple as you want them to believe a lot of times. Um, I think the only reason Scott likes this is, or somewhat likes this because it paints Danny in sort of a dumb light. <laughs> no, that's not entirely you true. You know, I actually feel like this paints Danny in in a in a light of which like she is learning and she yes, realizes, I, oh, I would agree. Uh, okay. I I need to give you like you have the freedom to choose. Right. And I think that was cool. Yeah. I agree. Um I don't it think it's a bad scene in any way. Right. Yeah. It shows a little little bit of vulnerability, but also just like I think it I think maybe maybe I feel more it's like humility a little bit. Like she's yeah. she's kind of like, okay, like I just like Scott said, it's not black and white. I need to give you the choice, the, the chance to choose. She like, does not change her mind very often. And this is like right. a small kind of acquiescence. But, you know, it's it's her her relenting a little bit, which she normally does not do. Uh, and then to find out that uh, she's torn because Drogon out there be causing some mayhem. Um is tough because then she has to figure out, okay, what do I do? How do I proceed? These are basically my babies. I don't want to lock them up, but kind of have to. Are they? Yeah, yeah. this seems a, a little hard to watch just because, like. It's so bad. I, I feel for that guy. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm I'm thinking of, like, when she's locking up the dragons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry. So that's, that's, corny. yeah. Okay, I have, we'll, we'll get <laughs> to that. Screw the guy and his dead daughter, dude. Like, it's real sad that she has to lock <laughs> well, up the we'll dragons. Your daughter died? Yeah. That's cringe, bro. We'll get to that in a second. Um, That dude, like, I do feel for that guy. Because uh, that's, yeah. that's so shitty and just, it like, is yeah. shit. um, fucking goddamn Drogon dragons. Dragons be gonna be doing dragon things. But yeah, no, I have big problems with that uh, chaining scene, but probably not for the reasons that you do, Zach. My what, giant did beef... Did she fucking get on a cycle of fucking testosterone? Yes, like, dude, she is shackles? on all of the juice because there is no <laughs> way in hell she is lifting that fucking shackle in a million years. That thing would have dude, to whoa. weigh a ton. The fact that Zach immediately knew what you meant. Like, what I a mean, weird fucking thing for you guys. How do you not, not think about that? She just, I mean, like, so daintily. Up, like, and I'm just like, what the? That's not how heavy-ass <laughs> chains work. When you point it out, like, yeah, it definitely makes sense and what you're saying checks out. But what a fucking dumb thing. Yeah, I don't know why. It seems like... That bugs me so much every time I watch it. It's because scene. I feel like after all this time... Our tips are probably more connected than we like to admit. Uh, true. Our tips are very, very connected. <laughs> very connected. Um, but yeah, obviously that will have big ramifications for the future in that the Mother of Dragons now has access to uh, zero dragons. So, you know, that, that could be a problem. Yeah. Plus, what the hell is Drogon doing anyway, dude? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's he's still in his rebellious teenager phase. Uh, <laughs> God, mom. Um. Anyway, never let me eat the little girls, mom. 
fucking pieces out. Um, oh, man. <clears throat> real quick, back up at Castle Black. We probably should have talked about this earlier, but uh, the the scene for the like the Fallen Brothers, we get to see Gren one last oh. time. Very sad. Um, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. to our boy Gren. Uh, and then I do like this conversation that John has with Tormund. Yeah. Um, what does he say? Like when he asks him, like, "Hey, do you say any words? Do you?" Oh, he, have he's like, do you, "Do you want? Do you want to say any words over them?" And he's right. like, "Words." Yeah. What, what, what kind? What, what, what kind of words? Yeah. And John's like, "Like I don't know what the free fall say is. Farewell. What do you do like to that. say farewell? Or what? I don't know how you do it." And he's like, "Do what?" Yeah. It's like say farewell and uh, the dead yeah, can't Tormund's hear just us, like boy. the dead can't hear us, boy. Yeah. It's very good. It is very good. Yeah, typical Tormund and John sort of banter. You you love it. Um, the cultural differences are are sort of what makes their conversation so great. So, so um, great. I loved the transition from um, that to did you love her, and then we we transition into yeah. yeah. Uh, Personally, all she ever did was talk about killing you. Yeah, personally, I like it best when we're getting Tormund's sex ed class uh, when he's when he's <laughs> teaching John sex ed. But you know this this is this is all right too. Um, yeah, I love how Tormund's like, oh no, no, fuck no, she didn't tell me that. All she ever talked about was killing you. So that's how I knew. That's how I knew. Uh, yeah. It's like ah, oh, typical woman. Am I right, guys? Am I yeah. right? <laughs> Um, what in the Chaz's relationships? <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, but yeah, and then obviously big sad uh John having a special funeral pyre for our girl Egret, R.I.P. We're my girl. Me and Chaz's girl, right? Zach is the only crazy one. Yeah. Zach is She's just okay. You're no. the worst. You're just not okay. I mean, uh, I'm not okay for many reasons, but my opinions on Egret is not one of them. Egret's as hot as Zach is terrible. Like, that's yeah, the best that's, way. That's a good Impossible. way of putting that. That's a good way of putting <laughs> that. Literally nobody is that hot. Also, also true, though. Um, uh, maybe. And speaking of incredibly sad deaths... R.I.P. to Jojen, am I right? Who's Dude, big, who's gonna miss Jojen up. over here? Big big shouts <laughs> to our guy. Jojen stands. Jojen stands, rise up. Let's Where go, you Jojen at? gang. Uh, My I note, think, bro, that fucking slimy froggy <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I think I literally wrote Jojen will be missed. Ha ha, not really. <laughs> <laughs> My note reads exactly. Oh, great! Another fucking brand scene, and then oh, and then boy. immediately after, I'm like, oh, well, I guess this one's kind of important. Um, but yeah, dude, Jojen's actor is the worst when he's getting stabbed. I don't think I've ever seen he's like. like... <laughs> 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 and then when he has his "go without me" kind of line, I... it's just so fucking bad. I think the intention is that, like, he's already kind of dying and, like, that this doesn't barely register. Him getting stabbed doesn't even register because he's already, like, half dead. But, yeah, no, I'm I'm 100% with you. It does not... It's not the yeah. best. So the, my, my note for this whole scene is that, man, this whole fight with the Whites is dot, 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 really not great at all. Not, not quite as good as I remembered. Uh, the Children of the Forest throwing out the Hadoukens, also not 
as cool PK fires. as yeah, I no. remembered. They're like, the, like when I was young, when I was a wee lad, <laughs> they were like these fucking cool ass fireballs. And now they're like, you guys know those little firecracker things you throw at the ground? <laughs> that pop poppers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, poppers, man. Little poppers, dude. I was yeah. more cracking up at just like the the children of the forest form when she's throwing these poppers. <laughs> she dude, she was putting everything she had in that. She was like, eh! <laughs> I was like, oh hell yeah. Dude, she'd never thrown a baseball in her life, bro. <laughs> we need to get us some show hey. Uh, oh yeah, talk big baseball time. now. Um, yeah, True. the most the most hype uh, part of that whole fight sequence was uh, Bran's direwolf saving him from one of them. But other than that, it was pretty pretty. Wow, the more we talk about this episode, the less yeah. I'm, I'm in love why, with it. Why why are we shitting all over this this episode? I, you know, okay, so like this is season I, four. I mean, look, it's not a bad episode. No, Let's it's just not. Let, like it's let, not. let me just. Let us all. We I feel this like up. we do all need to state that for the record. This is no. Still this a episode, great episode is still incredible. Yes, I mean, still a top, probably a top ten episode. Yes, going from um, Danny to Jojen is probably not the best support <laughs> of that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> hey, this looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like, man, the whites look bad. Um, the uh. Acting from just like Chaz said, the acting from Jojen's not great. Brand's boring. I just had like, a thought. I think right. I think we're suffering from hot D recency bias. And that I was gonna be. mention I was gonna mention that earlier. And now, like because one is so fresh in the other, even though we're experiencing hot D for the first time and right. we're doing this for like the thirteenth yeah. time with Game of Thrones. It feels like Hot D stacks up against Game of Thrones a well, lot better than we originally thought. And I think that, to your point, that's some of the recency bias. Not, not, I'm not even, like, thinking so much about, like, story-wise or acting-wise. It's just, like, Hot D looks so incredible. And, like, the production yeah. values are so incredibly through the roof. Also, it's seven-ish years in the future. So, technology has increased some. So, like, when I'm... I see fucking Vagar looking sick as hell like a couple nights ago and now I'm watching this chill in the forest throw Hadoukens and I'm just like that, that looks stupid. <laughs> uh, so that's I, I think that might be a contributing factor here. I wish I wish that uh, this three-eyed raven never like we I wish we never got the new three-eyed raven. I completely agree. I love that actor. His name is escaping me off the top of my head. But they should have just kept this old dude. Yeah, oh, I just I just out. thought that this was like uh, uh what? But no, I was just saying apparently a hot take. I actually prefer the second one. Mm. I just think that this guy really embodies the uh like weird fucking mystical ass yes, thing. Better than the other guy is like a, an old a personable old grandpa like yes. and i'm just that's not what i feel like this guy is supposed to be as much as our exposure to the character goes though like he's a teach he becomes a teacher right now he's just this weird dude that yeah i don't know it just he that's, just loses <laughs> a lot of like the mystical the mysticism yeah that's yeah, but that's 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 a that's a conversation for actually two seasons from now because 
Uh, if oh, I'm right. recalling correctly, Bran is not in season five. So hey, you're right. Shouts to season five. <laughs> Why is it season five? Season. 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 <laughs> season five, new best season. Season five, new best season. <laughs> um, All right, guys. I think I think it's time. Yeah, let's to t- talk about the good stuff. We've here. been shit talking uh, a top ten <laughs> episode a lot. Let's let's talk some good stuff. Let's talk. Uh, well, again, not so good because I came to the realization that this is actually the end of Arya and the Hound, and that made me sad. Well, true, yes, but uh, yeah. man, this this fight scene, this fight I don't, great. I don't think that there's a better like single combat in in the show. I wrote that's my exact note. Like, and now comes a contender for the best one on one fight. If it's if it's not the best. <sighs> You could easily put it top three, and and nobody can oh, dispute yeah. that. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, the big takeaway I had from this fight was like this fucking music, crushing. It's so good. It's yes, the music yeah, yeah. during Dude, the fight, yes. like the panicking strings, is just you like you don't you don't so call good. out the music as much. And I had yeah. it in my notes to talk about that. I'm so glad you mentioned it. It's dude. it's <laughs> real fucking good. Uh, oh, fuck, man, it's so rad. It's so hype, dude. It's very hype. I. This the start of this briefly. Um, I appreciate the fact that like Brienne and Arya kind of share their little moment because they yes. are similar in a lot of ways. Yes. Um, but then instantly, like Arya's defenses go straight back up, and she's like, mm, "No, I don't trust you. I don't think I'm into going anywhere yeah. with you." And Jay, when as soon as Brienne is like, yes, Jamie Lannister gave me this short, Arya is just like, shut down the shield generators up. No, fuck off, basically. Yeah, the Hound ruined a real moment there, but yeah. in typical Hound fashion, which I, I was there for. <laughs> he got for. done shitting and was like, oh, I'm here to ruin this moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what place is safe, you dumb bitch? Uh, oh, I dude, loved everything dude, about that. Hold on, hold on. Chaz, thank you. Thank you for bringing up that, that quote because, okay, she goes, I'll take you to safety. And he goes, safety? Where the fuck's that? Her aunt in the Eerie's dead, her mother's dead, her father's dead, her brother's dead. Winterfell is a pile of rubble. There is no safety, you dumb bitch. If you don't know that by now, you're the wrong one to watch over her. Hell and, yeah, Sandor. And then to even get even better into Sandor's character, she responds, oh, and that's what you're doing? Watching over her? And he goes, I. That's what I'm doing. Fuck and yeah, I'm like, Sandor. I fucking got it. That's my goat. That's yep. my fucking so goat right there. So fucking good. Oh my I, god. I fucking loved it. What's that actress's name though? Uh, the one uh, Gwendolyn Christie. Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah, yeah. Dude, she's the one that sold the actual fight, especially when they're done with swordplay and it just comes to fisticuffs, and she gives him a good old. <laughs> A fucking ball punch and he kicks her right in he the kicks yeah. her right in the tank. What about when he gives her the old wham bam right in the clam? Can we talk about that? Dude just takes a running drop kick right to the back. He fucking punts that taint, dude. Wham bam in the It's so good. Oh my oh, god. Dude. Oh. Um yeah. just to just to back up one more quick part oh, I forgot boy. about. Is when Brienne is like, I swore a sacred vow to protect your mother. 
And Arya's in full stone face mode at this point, and she just goes, why didn't you? Dude. And I'm just yeah. like, shit, man. Like, Arya's... Arya does not fuck around. We've known that for a long time, but holy shit, she is... It's, it's fantastic. truly cold-blooded. So fucking good. Also uh, taking another step back before you go, Zach, like... It wasn't until this moment when they when the hound actually says it, dude. You're like, "Fuck, man, the Starks are down bad." Right yeah, now. true. Like, <laughs> yeah. like Stark, you, you don't even man. think about it in that the moment. The Starks are of, literally Arya and Sansa. And Sansa, yeah, yeah, and dude. The, half of yeah, Jon Snow, sorry, and they're both mean, essentially prisoners. Yeah, yeah. Didn't mean to cut you off, Zach, but no, no, I just no, wanted no. to call that out because that moment in the show was like, man, I hadn't really thought about it, but Starks are, are Starks struggling Starks ain't looking too bit, hot, dude. man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was just going to say, man, like how brutal and just like real and painful yeah. this fight looks is just incredible that's, to watch. That's man. my favorite it's part. Such an experience. That's my favorite part about this fight is just how down and dirty they get like there is there comes a part in the fight where it's like there's no more like form or like choreography or like honor or any of that bullshit involved they are scrapping like they are just trying doing literally anything and everything dude it hurts me so much when she bites off his ear like fuck that hurts my head when she does that uh, and then she, the way she Sandler. spit it out yeah. really made it even fucking better, dude. <laughs> dude, just that, my yeah. dude's face is already fucked up and burned to hell. You didn't have to do him like that. <laughs> and that and that was the good ear, right? No, I, no, no, no. Nah, I ear. think it was the shitty ear. I think yeah, it was the burned ear. Um, yeah, this fight's real good. The music's good. Um, and again, don't like she the ending, really so- but you know. She really sold that fight for me just with the way she grunts with every hit. Like, you can hear the exhaustion in her voice, but, like, she just obviously does not stop. And don't I hate Gwendolyn Christie's screams. <laughs> okay. I just, like, Scott, you remember when we were talking about the, about the bear and the maiden fair? I do, yeah. And yeah. I, how I was, hated her was fucking that scream. The episode yeah. where you like went <laughs> ham like on, the, on audio the audio engineer. Yes. Yeah, Zach's got uh, big beef with the uh, audio engineer. I've got some engineer. big beef. I've got small beef actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. I would know. Um, <laughs> the thing I wish I I get that they're they're kind of trying to put Brienne over here. I wish that they had. Uh, kind of made it a bigger point of that the hound is is up. wounded. Uh, like the whole the bite thing, and obviously this goes down way different in in the book. This fight doesn't happen at all, but like he should be suffering greatly from that wound. Also, it's a Valyrian steel sword versus not. Um, but. Yeah, my I just listen. This is this is my bias showing. Let's be real here. Like I don't like no. seeing my boy lose. Like he shouldn't lose this fight. Well, no, that's I mean, a but good that's point that's legitimate Valerian. though. Like yeah. he, he 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 is wounded. Like it's the same reason that anybody out there who says, "Well, Brienne beat Jamie," it's like okay, yeah. Jamie 
Jamie was imprisoned was for a fucking year and his, in chains. He was, he was cuffed. Come he on. He had bunions or whatever it was. It wasn't bunions. It was corns. Corns. Yeah. That corn. Corn. That's what he was complaining <laughs> about. I I am more impressed by her her fight with uh, with the Hound than I was with Jamie. But you're absolutely right, Scott. Like that and i feel like the show doesn't do as good a job of portraying like the importance behind valerian steel and like how incredible yeah. it is um that's a it's a big difference yeah i mean look n- not taking anything away from brian like i no, mean she still right. she still put loris on his ass and mm-hmm. he is a legitimately good fighter like she she's a great warrior yes yeah. and like it takes an incredible warrior to be able to go toe to toe whether you've got a valerian steel sword or not with the hound um, it's just you're absolutely right. The the show portrays it a little bit in a way as like Brienne is the clear winner, right? Where it, that isn't the case. I the wish wounded. I wish they had shown him like a bit more like feverish and like not doing great from sure. the bite because that's that's what does him in in the book. Like he doesn't fight anybody after that. The but the wound just immediate festers and you know that's right. what kind of takes him down after a time, but. Uh, we have to talk about obviously the end here, where uh, <sighs> yeah, we like do. Arya. We 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 say all the time she's cold blooded. Like she oh. does kind of like some questionable and terrible things sometimes. But holy shit, does she reach some new levels of just damn? Yeah. Like it's a mixture of badassery and also like. Girl, you need therapy, man. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> seriously. Uh, ah, yeah. gosh. So this it, scene, this scene hurts to watch. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah, it really is. And he, the the hound, really went deep in his pockets to just give her a reason, and oh, she, yeah. she wasn't having it, dude. She definitely wanted to stick you with it, and not in a good way. <clears throat> it's rough. Yeah. Cause yeah, like like you said, he 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 does literally everything. He tries every tactic, you know. He tries like begging. He tries like pissing her off. He tries, you know, like just like asking her nicely. It's like cross the name off your list. Like he literally does go to like he's so desperate. Yeah, he uses every tactic he can think of, and she's just. Stone face, nah. See, see you later, bro. <laughs> Enjoy. Like, let yeah. me just let me just grab this gold yeah. real quick. <laughs> just grab your silver, bro. I'm outie. Yeah, uh, I, I love how <laughs> it's so true to character. How she goes for the bag for his purse, and he like is like, oh wait. <laughs> yeah, he reaches for it. Like, don't do that. It's like, bro, you're gonna die, my guy. <laughs> yeah. What do you need this for? Yeah. It's it's a tough scene to watch. Uh, that's my guy. And yeah, just Arya is a badass though. Still, uh, she is. She is a badass. Like the, a badass. there is still, even though this is real fucked up and it's real questionable about like, man, there is something probably not okay in your brain, Arya. Um, you are still a fucking. Especially badass. considering like they seem to be getting along pretty well at this point. And yes, yes she was. He was still on her list, but like, they were getting along. He sticks up for her. He even tells Brienne, like, "I, I'm the one looking after her." And then she turns right around and is like, "Nah, 
Nah, I'm not even I'm not even going to give you the gift of mercy. I'm going to let you suffer and die on your own. Uh that is yeah, well, you do even need in, some therapy, girl. Even yeah. in his uh his what he was hoping to be his final breaths, he's like encouraging her, "Hey, go with Brienne because like you can tell right. he clearly wants he the care. best for her." Yeah, he, exactly. He definitely wants her to stay safe. Uh, the line I forgot um, you said that it's a good that's call a, out. Yeah, you're a good you're not gonna last a day on your own or or some some version of that. Like, damn, dude, like that's that's heartfelt. He cares. And then and then she just won't do him the favor of putting <laughs> him out of misery. The the moment that I probably would have done it was where he goes, Oh, and your sister. I should have fucked her bloody. At least I'd have one good memory. Yeah. Like, dude, that would have done it for me, but um, yeah, well, I'm I'm glad that you brought that up because he does he does still try to look out for her and you know I like how he says you won't last uh, a day on your own or something to that effect and she just goes bet I'll last longer than you <laughs> and it's like Dude. Jesus Aria like you are a badass but you are really doing my boy dirty here dude uh, so fucking ruthless yeah um, um anything else. No, I think that. I think we're ready to to yeah. move to to the scene. Right. One one of my favorites. Uh, I mean, I I would like to admit this entire like sequence to you know best best scenes in the uh, in the series. Scott. Okay, sure. Um, from the moment that uh, that Jamie sets Tyrion free to obviously everything else that unfolds after that i am just <clears throat> completely baffled it's just so good astonished always every single time i watch it i okay so here's where i do have some problems okay uh more so than i used to but i will say is it a book versus yes show i'm actually i'm off. actually no 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 i'm actually here for it because <laughs> As I watch it, I, I was wondering, and this was the first time I've ever wondered this uh, in my like million times of rewatching the entire series, was like, I wonder how they portrayed this in the book and and what was right, what was wrong, what was better, what was worse. So okay. I'm, I'm here for this. Okay, let's, I want Zach to give his, say his piece. The, the part, I, the, the only thing I was going to say right now is that I think the mm -hmm. interaction between Tyrion and Tywin at the end is phenomenal. And I have basically zero complaints about that it's specifically some of the jamie Tyrion interaction where i have the issues but you go ahead and and i don't want to you know steal your thunder and i mean blah, 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 all blah. i'm saying is that like i just i love to me the the portrayal that i see of jamie and Tyrion and their relationship it is just so it just feels so good that this is what we're seeing you know that jamie no definitely lets him out what are you doing? What does it look like? You know, um, and it, like, there's not a whole lot of exchange there. And I don't know if that's your problem. That's part of the problem. Yeah. But I, it's to me, there's no fault. There's no issue with this. Could it have been done better in the book? I honestly can't remember. There's, but. there's no issue right now. As of this moment, the problem arises, honestly, moving forward. I think because of the big change that they make um it hinders Tyrion and Tyrion's especially his 
arc, his growth, his character development from here, uh, and also Jamie's as well. So to give it to give a brief recap, uh, and the, the thing is, they didn't really have to change this. Um, because they had pretty much everything they needed set up. Um, so in the first season, we heard the story of Tyrion's first wife. Yes. Everyone yes. remembers this about mm -hmm. Tysha. Um, basically what we find out here when Jamie releases Tyrion, the big twist, the big reveal, uh, you know, obviously the twist back then was that, uh, Jamie had paid this girl that she was uh, a whore uh, to make Tyrion a man, you know, so to speak. That he had paid off like these would be rapers, blah, blah, blah. The turn here when Jamie lets Tyrion out of prisons is Jamie is too uh, consumed by his guilt and he admits to Tyrion that that actually was all a lie that Tywin forced him to tell Tyrion. Uh, Taisha was in fact just a crofter's daughter. The rapers were real. Everything that happened between him and Taisha was in fact real. So this basically drives a huge wedge <laughs> in this moment in between Jamie and Tyrion. Uh, Tyrion, they do not part on good terms as they do here. And that kind of puts Tyrion in this spiral, which makes it way more believable for me, where he just has heard this incredibly disturbing truth that then would make him want to go and confront his father. Part of why this scene doesn't work for me here is because he's got this very like pleasant and good send off with his brother, with Jamie, and he's got a chance to escape, but now all of a sudden he's like, Nah, I need to go up and confront my dad. It just doesn't it just doesn't flow well for me here. I don't I don't buy it. Like why would he do that here? What reason does he have? Like he should be happy to escape with his life. Uh unlike the way it happens in the book where he doesn't even care about his life then at that point after he's found out this. So so that's a big problem in the moment, but it's more about Tyrion's character going forward and I think I, I think I'll have more to say about that in the later seasons um but that's I, that's the big change I I see your problem with it but also knowing how things are set up in the future and and what will happen with with those, that two character dynamic later on I I don't have as much of a problem with it and it's because I haven't read the book so so it's sure. easy to just not have a problem with it because when I think of Tyrion's motivation to like detour to go see Tywin on his way out you could just as easily say well this dude finally sentenced me to death and and that's my gripe and that's what I'm going to go talk to him about um and then of course he stumbles on Shay and then all of the motivation right. is 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 different. Once um, he stumbles so, on Shay obviously. Once yeah. he gets to Shay, the motivation is the same. The motivation is clear and the same. Yes. Uh, it's him I, deciding I to go up the stairs that it's like Sure. I I I feel like this is the problem, Scott. I think that I think that in the book there's a better reason for Tyrion to go up those stairs and to to seek out Tywin. Yes, absolutely. And and, and I will admit that. Um 
I I understand that in comparison, it's such a stark contrast as to the why. Mm-hmm. But I I also don't think as a view, I don't think that there's many viewers out there who consume television intentionally at all mm. who would go, no, why would he do that? This this is stupid. Like, and I think people fair, are much more of the, of the mindset of Chaz, where, or like what Chaz just said of like, <clears throat> he's still pissed off at Tyler. Right. He still wants to confront him. He still wants that showdown with him. Like, and that's fine. Like I said, in I, the moment, I don't have nearly as much problem with it. It's it's more about Tyrion's character moving forward. Sure. I also I also like the fact that it's pretty rare that you see a really genuine interaction involving two Lannisters. Um, <laughs> and that was kind of nice. I, for I me. don't feel like and, that's, and you only that's true. Um, I mean, if you do, it's with the kids. It's really like you never get anything genuine from Cersei to no, anyone no, no, no. else. That's not true. The only times we do see Cersei being genuine is like a lot of the talks she has with Tyrion, oddly enough, uh, which are mostly show okay, creations. Let me but there's some of my let favorite me scenes, honestly. Maybe not genuine was probably the poor choice of word. Heartfelt, right? Like you very rarely see Lannisters carry each other, care for each other as deeply, sure. unless it's involving the kids, um, as deeply as as okay, Tyrion so and Okay, so just rephrase that to just Tywin. <laughs> Basically, just Tywin. Yeah, just I mean, the, it's no, a Tywin Cer- problem. Cersei too. And, and mm, yeah, for that matter, I think Tyrion. I think all the conversations really... that that Cersei has with with anybody who will listen about how much she loves her children are very heartfelt and very true and real and character like moving i i think i think what you're saying is that this seems like a very stripped down like very way more of an intimate type of setting and conversation where there is no there's no smoke and mirrors there's no like game being played this is just like raw and fucked up and like it also it also helps that tywin is literally taking a shit because like you can't be as menacing Although he is still pretty fucking menacing. Still pretty fucking menacing. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Do, do you feel like that like kind of explains like your thoughts or like? Because I, I, I don't know. I, I do think that like any conversation Cersei has with like Jamie or Tyrion or Tywin when she's talking about how much she loves her kids, like she, she does seem very heartfelt. She's just I, a bitch about it. I, I mean, yes, but again, just you don't see a lot of love between Lannisters, especially when Tyrion is involved. And, and you're talking about like of... when him and Jamie say goodbye, basically. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't. Dude, I totally thought you were talking about when him and <laughs> Tywin. Yeah, and I was I like, don't... I think Zach's going off on a, a, tr- a separate I, track uh, here. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was definitely talking about how heartfelt and like it was just a happy moment between two Lannisters, which you very rarely get in the show at all. And and I like that, especially knowing how it impacts some of the future conversations that in the books have not been written yet. Right. So knowing that, I'm, I'm totally okay with that change, even though I didn't know that that was the change to begin with. It's just, because they had it set up, I, I just, I guess I... I don't understand. I well, I think I do understand the reason for them changing it. I think the reason they changed it is because to be perfectly honest, uh it's at this point Tyrion kind of becomes not a not a villain per se, but he's kind of 
not a good person for a long stretch of time here in the books. Uh, and they showrunners didn't want that. They they wanted you to still love and like Tyrion. Um, yeah, and and he still had a a, a de evolution a, a little bit, but a little bit, but not yeah, to, not, not to, to the extent. extent. No, yeah, yeah. because even even the Shay scene is is much more portrayed here as like self defense. Uh, that can be argued, obviously, but you know she grabs a knife and attacks him first. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, whereas in the books, he just kind of just kind of goes in and kills her and it's uh not so much self-defense so um i i that's i think why the show chose to change it but does he say i'm sorry twice in the books i think he says it once i don't recall specifically just the way he said it was like i remember the first time i watched i'm like oh well at least he's sorry (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah at least he's sorry okay all right look anyway yeah this is, sorry this is a sorry, whole sorry. bunch of fucking bullshit and fluff yeah, yeah. all right so Tyrion kills shay let's move past that unless you guys have anything to say no i want to get to Tyrion's island Tyrion's uh, island. I, 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 w- I will say just one quick thing Tyrion's facial acting as he's doing it like you can see the torment as oh, he's yeah. doing it so yeah I, yeah, yeah true even when he's just first realizes like sees shay and realizes like like the wheels are turning like what that means and when she wakes up and is like my lion yes that's what i'm saying like just his reaction to finding her in his father's bed is very very good yeah been there Tyrion. know how you feel bro (laughs) your father anyway not not uh, killing not killing somebody for the record also that (laughs) um yeah okay talk to us talk to us about Tyrion and tywin zach um Man, okay, so when when Tyrion kind of like looks up and he sees the crossbow and everything gets really silent, there's this music that starts to play as he walks out the hall. And it is ominous as fuck. And I, I feel like it might be... It's a slowed down version of the Reigns of Casimir. Oh, the Reigns of Casimir. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Um, The way that it's played, like the key that it's played in or mm-hmm. however it's like... um like reworked for yeah. this is just ominous and fucking so, so good dude. good yes Chaz. Yeah. yeah it's so good dude um and this entire interaction is just i mean masterclass, dude peter dinklage and charles dance how, like how do you perform that well sitting with your pants around your ankles on a fucking Seriously, toilet dude only charles fucking dance could pull it's, this it's off. absurd man it these these two characters just have me so bought in constantly man it's so fucking insane uh and i i don't even have like a specific like oh this moment or this moment i'm just like the whole scene the is whole just thing. like yeah it's just so fucking good and fun to watch uh, I actually have a hot take on Uh-oh. on one thing. Is it a hot turd from Charles Dance's <laughs> hot asshole? Turd. It's it's a Charles <laughs> Dance thing, and and maybe you guys can tell me because I have not made it this far in the books yet. But Tywin sort of negotiating or saying what he needs to say to to not be killed by Tyrion seemed a little out of character for me. Um, like I when think he it was says, just him trying to get back control. I, I, yeah, I know he's what trying you're, to regain control. He's yeah. trying to regain control. 
which I think is very Tywin. When when he says, did you really think I was going to have you executed? Like, yes, motherfucker, I thought well, you were going to have him executed. He was saying that, in my opinion, and I just this is how I let, took it. Like, he's he's trying to prevent Tyrion from using that crossbow. Is what let me, like, and that's not out of character. Let me counter with this, Chess. When have we ever seen Tywin at a disadvantage? Like, ever in this show? You could argue, and it's it's not as as blatant as it is now. But you can argue um, in the earlier scene when they were when Jamie was captured and he was like, "They have my son." That that's probably the only other time you've ever seen him at a quote unquote disadvantage. But certainly not to the degree that he is now. Yeah, I mean, he might be at a slight disadvantage in the war at large, but he's not in a disadvantage. Is like he still is surrounded by his sure. generals and his lords and his army no he's, in, he's in, literally caught with his pants down he's here. literally I, I caught with his pants down and his son that he just sentenced to death that he hates that he's wanted to kill his entire life is holding a crossbow on him like yeah like, that's we've never seen tywin in in a position that bad before and he, this is this is the most vulnerable that tywin has yes. ever been and yeah. and i do i do think that he is grasping yes. but i also i don't think that that's i don't think in any way shape or form that that is not warranted no but um, it's warranted but it felt out of character for me no, but what I was going to say is even even all that into consideration his his like uh, trying to squirm out of this if you will, he's still like he barely even goes down that road. He still barely no, even true. recognizes Tyrion <laughs> as like a threat. What's the matter? You, what's yeah. the matter? Are you afraid of a dead horse? That's what I'm saying. He doesn't <laughs> yeah, he doesn't listen to Tyrion's threat. He like he's not He's still not really shook. He's more shocked than anything when Tyrion first shoots him. Like, he still feels like he's in control. Maybe not to the extent that he normally is. But up until Tyrion you, shoots him... You shot me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he's shocked more than anything. And it's... I don't, listen, he I don't still disagree. feels like he's in control. I, I don't disagree. And that's why I said it was a hot take. Because it, it just, for me felt a little bit out of character but certainly like didn't compromise the scene or anything like it was still a fucking top tier scene i i I think i think that seeing him in a different light is in a position that we've never had to see him before is not out of character it's just it's just not something we're used to yeah i would agree with that um the Um, other thing i wanted to call out real quick zach is you mentioned the music i and you're absolutely right, but I appreciate that how for most of this scene, it's like dead silent. Like there is no music. It is just cold silence as they stand there and like go back and forth a little bit. And then it's after he shoots him, the music kind of comes back in as the scene is ending. And it's just like, boy, they're really letting that scene breathe. And I, I appreciate that as well. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh the the tension between these two is is yeah. fantastic. So, uh huge fan of that. I the the only like mic drop type of moment that I that I can like that really stands out in this scene. I mean, there's a, there's there's like a ton of good dialogue here, but is just simply when when Tywin tries to kind of tell him you you are not my son, and he goes, no, I I am your son. And I have always been your son. I've always been your son. And it's just, it's just so good. 
Yeah, I am your there son. you go. I have always been. Oh, your show son. the peoples what well, that is. Well, I tr I tested this earlier. I don't know how it's gonna work. It just showed a reflection of my screen, basically. Oh, that's not bad. You can kind of see it that way. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of hard uh, to. For a quick, very quick story time. Um, uh, before season five premiered, uh, HBO did this thing where, like, in certain IMAX, uh, like theaters across the country. Uh, you could go and watch the final two episodes of season four, which was Watchers on the Wall and the Children, of course. And uh, me and a couple buddies went, and that's where I got this sick ass poster. That's rad. Um, which is so uh, about the the final scene there, and well, somewhat final scene in the Children. I and, dig uh, it. Yeah, dude. What a scene it I is. I dig it. So sick, dude. What a scene it is. Wait, so you also got to see uh, Watchers on the Wall yes. in IMAX? Oh, yes. Fuck I was going to talk about that last week and I totally forgot. <laughs> Holy dude, that was, shit, man. That, that was a fucking experience and that's why <laughs> I think part of the reason, a big chunk of the reason why that's probably my holding. There's maybe one only one other episode that I think I would rather see in IMAX. I think I know the one you're talking about, but I uh, no, yeah. I think it's I think it's Watchers on the Wall for me. But mm. anyway, super cool memory, super fun times. That's cool. That is right. Um, R.I.P. Tywin. Yes, um, that's <laughs> that's the other thing I was gonna bring up here is that uh, this isn't fair, but also negative points to this episode for the end of Charles Dance. <laughs> shut the, end the of fuck Tywin, up. So we get the end of Arya and the Hound, um, and we get the end of Tywin. So I fuck think. Me. I think the best part about this episode is what happens right after this, where Varys like gets what have you Tyrion in, in the box. He's walking back towards the keep, and he hears the bells, and he yeah. goes, <laughs> "Gotta go, <laughs> no, no, I'm out." He, he's like, <laughs> he nope. literally does. Fuck literally this done. shit, I'm out. Yeah, like, oh yeah, okay, I may have miscalculated. Let me just get back on that boat real quick. <laughs> Dude, it's so uh, I love how he just casually sits back down and is like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I could just imagine if he had gone back up there, like sitting at the next council meeting and they're talking about like what who killed Tywin. He's doing like that the eye meme, like the monkey, the puppet with like the <laughs> eyes thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, good uh, stuff. I do yeah. I do love this ending though too. Like the combination of like the music and just Arya doing cool aria things like this yes. is this is how you end a fucking season man yeah agreed oh it's so damn good dude I, they're they're again retrospect not as high on the children as i was before this rewatch but still a, a top two episode for me man yeah i um all right let's any final thoughts guys Mm, not at the moment, no. I like. I I feel like we we. I said a lot of mean things about this episode, but it's still in the five to seven ish range. I think like once once we get to the end of the series and like fully lay out a list, which I'm sure we'll do. Yeah, we'll see where it lands. But no, like you said, it perfectly that Zach, low. for the longest time, for the long. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'd put a couple episodes from this season alone ahead of it, but I mean, f season four is just that good, honestly. Um, like you said, I had always thought of it as my favorite episode until we got to last episode where I, I told you, I was like, I think this moves to number one for me, The Watchers on the Wall. Uh, 
this one I did not think held up under the scrutiny like that one did. All that being said, there there was I mean, Scott, there was literally nothing negative that we had to say about I, last that's episode. what I'm saying. There was not a single Watchers on the Wall is fucking goaded, a man. single thing that was like it's eh, so good. didn't like that, didn't love this, didn't like the acting, the CGI looked bad. Like there was nothing. No, None of that existed. No. That really yeah, good. and it's I perfect. think until you watch it as intentional as you have to for for sake of taking notes for the podcast, we probably sort of held them on equal footing before this. And be, to Scott's point, because we just put it under such a microscope, yeah. it's easy to find those those flaws. Yeah, um, I think in. what's what's funny is that the criticism that I hear people <clears throat> levy at Watchers on the Wall is like, oh, it's just about the wall though. Like, who really cares about? the people at the wall and i'm like fuck that like if the episode is good the episode is good like yeah fuck that that episode is incredible yes if they made yeah. a brand episode that was that good impossible i know but if they did <laughs> i'd still love it yeah can you yeah, yeah. can you imagine how upset scott would have been if sam had died in the in watchers on oh the wall oh my god i was oh, upset man. enough that gren died dude i might i might have to riot yeah um I I don't know, man. I don't know where this ranks on my list now. Like after after this, just putting it in the you know under the microscope here. I I, I truly love this episode, and I do actually. I want to say it still offers so much yes to the story, and that needs to be said. And I think that's a huge reason of why I've always said in the past, like, hey, this is probably my favorite episode. You know, because I, I, you could go down the list. It's like we get the introduction of the children, you yeah. know, which that's a big we fucking We didn't talk deal. about that a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, because I think it's because we know that it's we not talked as big about of a deal we as talked we about her mean curveball. I I have a very true <laughs> that I have a very <laughs> meta take on on that real quick. That, that, can I can I share that real yeah, quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, I feel like. The title of this episode, The Children, is meant to refer to the children of the forest who we are introduced here to. But my take is more is that um, this this episode relies heavily. This, the pivot of this episode is on Tywin Lannister's children. Uh, Cersei's big like rebellion and refusal. Uh, obviously, Jamie kind of rejecting everything and, you know, rejecting what they're trying to do and setting Tyrion free, and then obviously Tyrion, you know, doing everything that he does. And for Tywin having such a central and pivotal role in this show for so long, uh, for the man who could control and, you know, basically foresee everything and get what he wanted in every certain way, ultimately it was his own fucking children that were his downfall, that were his undoing. And I think yeah. that's just really good, like character work and storytelling. Honestly, yeah. So I agree. I I think that that's. I mean, I I would hope that that was the thought process when they right. decided on the name for this episode. Because yes, we learn of the children, mm-hmm. but I mean that's a one tenth of this episode. Right. You know. Right. Right. For sure. Uh. But yeah, I mean, going down the list, it's like, okay, we learn of the children for the first time. We get the Hound versus Brienne. We get Stannis trampling the the yeah. uh, the wildlings, which is big, uh, bi- like a very big deal. 
we get um Jojen. <laughs> we get <laughs> good one. We so along with with uh, the children, we also get Bran meeting meeting the three eyed raven, the yeah. three eyed raven, which Obviously, like has been this like pending thing forever, yeah. you know. Obviously, uh, the hand of the king and the biggest, the most powerful man in Westeros dying. Yes, Tyrion escaping, yep. uh, killing Shay. I mean, Arya getting set on her journey to Bravos. Like, I it, think it's just so much for one single episode. That there is not a more world like the world of ice and fire changing episode than this one episode. Like, more thing, more big earth shaking events happen in this episode than any other episode. I would say that's that's probably a really fair to, fair way to look at it. And I think that that maybe is the title that this episode needs to hold. Not so much, in my opinion, of course, uh, the best episode of the series, as yeah. as I have always thought of it as. For sure. So, um, we still have something big to do here, boys. Uh, yeah, let let's do the goddamn thing. Let's do the thing. It's who be thrown in. We got hey, mini chess. Got a little mini chess boy. <laughs> yeah, a little picture in picture mini chess boy here. Uh, boy, are there some Nights Watch members on this list? Uh, because of course that was the entire episode last time where we last left off. Uh, number five went to our guy Pip. R.I.P. Number four went to Sir Alisha Thorne, who had his truly, like, rally moments. Um, number three was Grim. Going out, man. Going out like an absolute boss. Number two was Sam, who was truly just phenomenal throughout the whole episode. But number one, the big coming out party was John Goddamn Snow, who absolutely crushed it. Uh, they're all gonna come off, <laughs> just because none of them were in. Well, no, John was. Uh, John, Shit, maybe John. John, John might stay. Yeah, you might want to leave John. Yeah, that's okay. No. You're right. You're absolutely right. Not uh, number one, but John should be up there. Well, he'll stay where he's at until <clears> he's uh until he's dethroned. But you're all right. John has John has a legitimate claim here. Let me make sure to get rid of. Yeah, he does. Of these. Uh. While I'm finding these fuckers, uh, give me give me somebody. Who are you guys? Who are you guys liking for Throne? Brienne, man, gotta bring her up. Oh, the Hound, oh, Arya. Oh, that's uh, I don't know. It's Brienne. Tyrion on our list here. Hold on, you're going too far. I'm still searching for Jojen members. Bran, <laughs> Jojen, <laughs> Jojen. All right, Jojen is what I can get behind. Um. All right, who were the legit brand? Like, are we legit considering no. brand raisin no. brand? I'm not. Okay, fine. I'm not not. That's a that's gonna be. I a love nice. that your picture is still season two. Yeah, brand. it's like season two brand. The Hound has a legit shot. I think Arya has to make the list. Yeah. Uh, she wins too hard and too much. I think Brienne should be up there, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna fight for Brienne a little bit. Uh, you might have to find her a picture. Fight to find a picture then and and send it. To has she never been on the list? I'm pretty sure she has never Holy been thrown in. Holy hell. Uh, I want to toss uh, Cersei out there as a contender. Of course you do. Uh, man, I'm surprised Bran didn't make the list. In some of those episodes, or some of those scenes with Jamie, man, those were... Are you really surprised, good, though? Yeah, but th those, are, those are really Jamie wins. Jamie's that's fair. Really her wins. That's, that's true. Uh, where is the one I'm looking for? I think... This guy here, Stannis the Manus, has a argument. For that um, rare dub. <laughs> let's see. All right. 
Zach, how seriously do you want to take his his Brienne? I think Brienne is 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 okay to be considering for this. All right. Well. All right. You do your thing, and I'll remind everybody who's listening and watching that. First off, if this is your first time here, uh, welcome, and we're sorry that you had to listen to an hour and a half of bullshit. Uh, (laughs) But also consider subscribing. (laughs) Consider subscribing. Hit the like button. Uh, do all those things that you're supposed to do. And also, uh, we're going through House of the Dragon currently. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, that ep- that show will probably be done. Uh, but go back and listen to those episodes because it's a damn good time. Uh, you can find us on the Twitter and Instagram at We Don't Want a Pod. And uh, be sure to shoot us a DM or an email to get an invite to our Discord. Uh, we're talking a bunch of shit in there, talking about House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones, and a bunch of fun things we actually make fun of chaz quite a bit in the discord um oh yeah we don't uh, get to talk about that enough we need to keep the chaz slander to more of a minimum sir Um, so much of it is unwarranted and i can't defend myself in the moment so for that that's the best time to talk shit about somebody that's the best time to talk shit about somebody I fucked up. Uh, I Scotty, how are we doing with those Brienne I thought, picks? I thought I guy? had it, but uh, apparently I hit a wrong button. All right, well, Brienne doesn't make the list this week. No, how about no, no. I, I, got, I think I got it here. <laughs> there we go. Oh, there you go. That's a good picture. That's there from this fight. That's from this fight, I'm pretty sure. Indeed All it right. is. Uh, you need to crop that bad boy. I do need to not. crop that bad boy. Uh, there it is, Chaz. Your now you better fight real hard to get her on the yeah, list because Scott just went through fucking really hell to get better. her here. This is gonna be great. Well, at this yeah, point, yeah. now all I need to say is, well, can't put all that effort and just not do something with it. So <laughs> I mean, that's kind of fair. <laughs> Although it would be real funny if we just didn't He's make. Kind of got the list. me there, uh, but also I really don't think she's gonna make the list. To be honest, um, I think John stays. Uh. I think Stannis has to make the list. Can you, and I think can Arya you, can you has to make through, the list. Hold on. Can you walk me through why you think Jon stays, please? I also want to know this. I really, really like his scene with Mance. Okay, be, because of the quality of his scenes. Because of the quality of his scenes. And I also feel like uh, he instantly gained the respect of Stannis, which is not an easy thing to do with Stannis. Did he though, or is that just is that just carryover from what Ned has done? No, I don't think so. I think uh, I think John uh, knew what he was saying and and was spitting some hot fire. And also, John went into that forest fully intending to die, and he got out alive. So big win there. That's a a pretty Um, solid night. Night's Watch is basically saved. So, for now. I mean, not not because of him, though. Well, no, not because of him, but, you know, he doesn't have to worry about dying immediately anymore. Sure. Um, That's my argument for John. Okay. John will probably make the list. I, I just... I just I'm looking at some of our other contenders here, and I'm like, wow. Well, who, do you, who do you want to champion? Like, who do you think is, like, high on this Ar- list? Arya? I, yeah. I I would say our two, in my opinion, the two winners. Wait, where did you? Are you not putting Tyrion? Uh, 
I didn't hear a Tyrion. I said Tyrion. Well, I was probably in the middle of doing 13 other things, dick. <laughs> um, Man, this Brienne is becoming a bigger issue than it might be. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. I would say that number one for me is either Tyrion or Arya, in my opinion. I think putting Tyrion at one is crazy. Dude had to ah. strangle the love of his life. I uh, am not crazy about Tyrion. I'm just one, talking about I his could, performance, man. And he I killed Tyrion. Okay. That's yeah. fair. The performance. I could get behind Arya for number one. I, I think Arya is number one for sure. Okay, look, that's a consensus. We All three of us feel okay. like she could take number one. Let's, let's go ahead and throw her up there. I, I think she is nothing but winning in this episode. Her scenes are great, and she gets basically everything, most everything she wants. So are well, you winning all probably around? not everything she wants. Oh, you know, she doesn't have a family. The- <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that, that is a currently attainable, you know, I feel uh, like uh, this is probably going to be a, a pretty quick. No, but do we at least want to consider Bran? I think we briefly did and briefly dismissed it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I think that, like, look, if we're talking about position, then, like, he has an argument because he finally met the Three-Eyed Raven, but, like, his scenes were ass, and we don't really get anything about the Three-Eyed Raven. Like, we don't know what the yeah. fuck's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. The so, only reason, I, for, for me, the only reason I bring it up is, like, dude, we have built four seat, well, a couple of seasons of Bran on this quest to find the three-eyed raven and it and still felt that lackluster yeah no it's I, not, I he's not i agree that it's lackluster <laughs> but it's it's worthy of mentioning at least oh uh, the only other one as i'm looking through the list here that i would float although i don't know if if he would make it is uh jamie because he he was really only in this episode for like two or three minutes i i don't think that jamie holds any weight compared to right. anybody else that we're considering. I agree. I just thought I'd float him out there. Okay. Um, he, almost, um, he almost gave Cersei the golden finger, but that was about it. <laughs> Speaking of, I think Cersei needs to make this list. Shot to everyone's shock. I know. I don't I don't know uh, how I she stands the fuck up to Tywin and leaves him without a retort in a way that basically no one ever has i mean Tyrion kind of did it later this episode <laughs> That's not true shooting someone with a crossbow is a very different <laughs> fucking way of doing things uh, uh i'm not crazy about cersei making it but i i mean let's okay. see what else we got uh okay next if you guys don't like Tyrion as high as i feel like he should be then next has got to be the, the hound. hound the hound yeah I okay, so I didn't think you guys would I'm be on this gonna, bandwagon because he literally like we leave him bleeding on the hillside. Yeah, but his be killed. Okay, his, no, his listen, performance hey. is still incredible. His fight's You're, incredible, and the conversation he has with Arya okay. at the end, pleading for her to kill him, is unbelievable. Okay, I, perfect. He deserves it. I did not think I would get the support there. No, I'm I'm pleased with this. I would. Um, I that said, I, and I just need this to be heard, dude. Like I am gonna lobby for Brienne here. How do we not put Brienne above the hound after she beats the fucking brakes off her, dude? Like she sucks. That's, she, that's... she doesn't suck, but like just like compared to the hound, she fucking sucks. 
Again, I and, and to be fair, I, to this day, I still don't understand your guys' criteria for who be thrown in. Um, <laughs> True. But that That's said, part of like, the gag. yes, we like the Hound more, and especially the the interaction leading up to that fight. Uh, I would I would definitely say the Hound takes it. But dude, he just got his ass kicked by a girl. Like. That girl deserves probably to be a head. What are you, sexist, Chaz? I'm going to be real honest. <laughs> yes. Of these five <laughs> remaining candidates, which for our audio listeners, uh, currently we have Arya and the Hound on the list. Our five remaining candidates we have narrowed it down to is Jon Snow, Stannis, Tyrion, uh, Brienne, and Cersei. Uh, I like Brienne to make the list the least of those five. But not I ahead of the Hound. <laughs> Definitely not ahead of the hound. Le- the least he said. The least. Oh, the, I thought you said at least. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. so no. like, yeah, th- that that's a good that's a good way to phrase that, Scott. Of who's left, do you think Brienne's higher than anybody else? No, I don't personally. So hold do on. You? So hold on. You looked up this picture and you put that much effort in for nothing. You <laughs> fucking wanted me to, and I'm not gonna bow to that as your reasoning. <laughs> Uh, no, no, that's not my reason. Again, dude, like that fight, we we literally said it in the middle of the podcast that this is a contender for the best one-on-one um, fight in the entire show. And if it's not one, if it's not one, it's top three. Yeah, well, how is we that liked, not we... worthy of of making the list? Even though, yeah, the hound carries. Okay, the well, the mountain, the mountain yeah. didn't make the list. That's what I was just about to say. The uh, Oberyn. We liked the that... mountain and the ha- the viper fight, but we sure shit didn't put the mountain on that list. I can tell well, you that okay. right now. The yeah, mountain because the mountain sucks bland way has harder. no personality. Right, right. This, the yeah. mountain this sucks is a way harder than Brienne. Dude. Like. <laughs> It's not the same. It's definitely not the <laughs> no, same. I Brienne think it's one to one. This is literally the same exact situation. Oberyn lost, and we put him on the list. <laughs> the Mountain won, and we were like, "Fuck that guy! He's sticking off." The also, list. that episode hasn't dared, so I didn't know you guys did that. No, but true. That's why. That's why. All you. the same. Uh, Brienne is way <laughs> more so interesting funny. of a okay. character than the fucking Mountain dude. Zach, where do you land on Brienne? Of the two people that we need to cut, I think Brienne and Cersei are the two that we need to cut. You need to cut three, my guy. No. Count again. No. Sir, oh, yeah, Sir no, Pounce right, does yeah. not count. <laughs> Wrong again, Chaz. Sir this Pounce. is why Chaz doesn't make decisions for the pot. <laughs> no, you need to cut. My point is you need to cut two, Zach. You're saying we need to cut one or one of them. You need to cut uh, two Dude, people. did you not? Are no, you not listening he, to me? I said of the two. That, or uh, We need to cut of two people. Of the two. No, no, no. You no. said of the two that we need to cut. Well, Scott understood it me. It doesn't we need matter. To cut, we need to cut these we two. We need fucking, to cut Cersei two. Ah, oh, dude. Okay. Would are you we, cut anybody else? Are we Scott? sold on Stannis? I know I I'm was not. the one that brought him up, but if Stannis drops, Cersei stays. That's how I. Wow. That's how I. That's, wow, that's kind of how I. Wow, you are real fucking hard against <laughs> Brienne, huh? I don't think she's interesting, dude. Uh, I okay, okay. Can we all? So it seems to me what I'm hearing is. John and Tyrion, John and Tyrion are going to make this list, and we're looking for one of Stannis, Cersei, and Brienne. Is that fair to say? I would say that yes, that's fair. I think Tyrion goes in front. Yes, and I think Tyrion goes ahead of John. 
Tyrion for his performance. Absolutely. I, I, I'll, I'll shake to that. I'll shake to that. Okay, so let's move Tyrion to three. Uh, ba, ba, ba. John to four. And that leaves us with the five okay, spot. Okay, so it sounds like we can all three agree that maybe Stannis does not need to be in this conversation. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I'm really torn here. For me, it's between Stannis and Cersei because, again, no one has left Tywin speechless like that before. Yeah, but her scenes weren't that good, though. That's right. I did. I mean, have, that's like I did have that, problems with her Jamie uh, scene. Her scenes all weren't right. great. All right, all right. You you convinced me. You talked me into it. Uh, all right. I guess it's between Brienne and Stannis. Fuck yeah! I'm already taking that as a dub. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Now let's go ahead and get Stannis up yeah, there. Yeah, I feel like we, we, yeah, we get rid of Brienne. Okay, no, 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 no. Before you do this, before you pull the trigger on this, fucking, I don't. I, I want to say, hear me out, but I'm out of ammo, dude. I got nothing. You got nothing. Uh, Brienne does not defeat an entire army in this episode. So ergo, it must go to, as you call him, the Lord of Elves, uh, Stannis the Manus. I All right, just well, don't, that's our list. Yeah, I just don't <laughs> think Brienne did anything that interesting aside from win a fight against the Hound. And we even talked about how, like, even that, like, the results of that are kind of bullshit. To be fair. Okay, but if I beat a sick also her screams, Brock Lesnar in a fucking else. fight, screams. Uh, I still beat Brock Lesnar in a fight, dude. I like, think you versus Yeah, but you're Brock not getting Lesner. put on the list of most interesting people. <laughs> okay, so is that the criteria for this I list? Think, no, hold on. I think you versus Brock Lesnar is a little bit less of a fair fight than Brienne versus the Hound, first of all. So I don't think that translates one to one. I beat Brock Lesnar while I had a gun and he had yeah, nothing. Bro- Brock Lesnar Brock Lesnar in a full body cast versus me with a gun and I won. You you get my point. Um okay, so if that's the criteria for who be throwing is who's more interesting this episode. Then- then this episode, then Cersei definitely de- uh, de- uh, deserves it before Stannis does. Yeah, but her scenes were ass. No, they weren't. One, one of her scenes was not. And great. the other one was just a very mid Cersei scene. Mm, I mean, I liked it. You literally just said she, she shut Tywin up. I said like, that. Uh, Zach agreed. Um, if it's most interesting, then she definitely deserves it above Stannis. What did what? Stannis Why really do? Why are you fighting against Stannis It's not all most interesting, time. Chaz. It, like, that is a huge part of it. Listen, bitch, that's your fucking motivation for taking Brienne off our, of this list. Listen, our criteria is rock solid and perfectly explained. We don't need to re-explain it to you, Chaz. Yeah, everybody out there knows. Everyone all of our listeners knows. know. That we have no bias in this whatsoever, and it's rock solid. And this is super uh, legit and totally official. We should put Danny on here for being on the juice, lifting those fucking chains. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be strong. Dude, Brienne uh, just took a kick to the clam and got up. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, big time, big time. I have a yeah. So problem. her taking a kick to the clam yeah, knocks yeah. her off the list. Knocks her off the list. It kicked her clam right off the list. <laughs> <laughs> wham, bam, right off the list. This was Hoobie Throated. Our final tally here is Arya Stark at number one. 
The Hound at number two, my guy Sandor Clegane, Tyrion at three, Jon Snow at four, and Stannis the Manus at five. And always Sir Pounce in our hearts in the center. Uh, Chaz can go to hell. Uh, What's what's our rating for this episode, boyos? Nine. Chaz? Uh, I'm going to go with... 8.8. 8.8. 8.8. I'm going to go with a, a flat 8. 8.8. Wow, damn. Nah, uh, nah, 8.5. 8.5. I am also going 9. I'm I'm with Zach. Uh, anything else? Any final? I think that's it. Everybody listening, watching, we love you guys so much. Thanks for sticking with us through this bullshit episode here. That was a fucking, fucking ride. Work. We will see you guys next time. Be sure to do all the things. The liking, the commenting, the subscribing. All that good stuff. Thank you for joining us, Chaz. We love you. Oh, yes. That uh, formalities. Chaz, (laughs) really do, truly, jokes aside, appreciate you being on the podcast, man. It's always a blast having you on. Love you to death. Um, Brienne 2022, dude. Never mind. All right. Never mind. Fuck off. Never mind. We'll see you next time. Why did we get off of Jojen so fast? (laughs) (laughs) Reopen the Jojen. (laughs) Get the fuck out! Trojan man! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, fuckers. Trojan man! Was that the Trojan man? It was!